0: Welcome to the Lazy Pod Podcast. It's the Lazy Pod Podcast, where we recap every single episode. We'll go behind the scenes and talk about how the series began and interview cast and crew members to find out what they're up to now. This is the 20th anniversary of the first broadcast of Lazy Town, so let's celebrate Sporticus, Stephanie, Robbie Rotten, and all their friends from Lazy Town. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Lazy Pod Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the LazyPod podcast. I'm Mark Valenti, the head writer for the series, and today I'll be talking about the epic episode called Sports Day. Our show begins with Bessie on two telephones gossiping. She utters her tagline for the first time, Big News. She approaches the mayor, once again calling him Mayor Meanswell, and asks him what he's doing. He explains that he hopes the people of LazyTown will take an interest in sports day if he cleans up the town a little. Bessie reports this news to whomever she's gossiping with on the phone. We never do find out who she talks to in these little gossip chats. Next scene is a kind of a complex one from the standpoint of the puppets. We have Pixel sitting in a kind of wooden box with the puppeteer behind and below. We have Ziggy in the foreground leaning against a wall, and there's Trixie who's actually on a swing. Stephanie enters carrying a book. She says she found at the library. She says the book tells the entire history of Lazy Town, and that today happens to be Sports Day. Trixie says the book is a hundred years old, so in other words, don't bother. But Stephanie asks about Sports Day, and Pixel explains that it's a gigantic race that takes place all around Lazy Town. At first, you have to run, then you have to scooter, and then skate, then race on a bicycle and then finally skateboard to the finish line. None of the kids wants to participate, but Stephanie tries to convince them. And she reminds them that each of them are good at something individually, and she even suggests that maybe Sportacus will participate with them. As luck would have it, Sportacus shows up at that exact moment saying that he has big news. Ziggy wants to know if this big news is that he found a giant mountain made of chocolate. Sportacus says no. Ziggy says Maybe he found a small mountain made of chocolate. Sporticus says no. His big news is that it's sports day, his favorite day of the whole year. And this thrills Stephanie, she and Sporticus prepare to go have fun. But the other kids just say, forget it. They don't want to race. Stingy, holding his beloved piggy bank, says, besides, we can't play on the field. It's too messy. But Sporticus says he just saw the mayor cleaning it up. And now the kids are excited and ready to give sports day a try. So we cut to Robbie Rotten in his lair, wearing a sleep cap and a robe as he prepares for his day. He walks past the costume tubes and does his three-part rhyme. He passes by a woman's outfit, complete with a Carmen Miranda headdress made of fruit. He says this one is too girly. Next is what looks like a Mayan robe with another headdress that he says is too curly passes by a Napoleon outfit, which he says is too early. Finally, he walks past a sword-fighting outfit that he says is too fancy. He looks at the camera and says, that doesn't rhyme. He arrives at his own Robbie Rotten costume and heads over to his equipment to pull the lever that sends him spinning around into his costume. Except the machinery spits out a doll-sized costume that he picks up and shrugs. What the heck, he spins around, and next thing you know, he's wearing the Robbie Robbie, Rotten costume. Suddenly, there's a loud klaxon sound, alerting Robbie that something is amiss up in Lazy Town. He peers through his telescope and sees Bessie Busybody lying on a lounge chair in the sun with sliced cucumbers all over her face. He reacts as if he's seen a ghost, but he keeps looking around town and spots Sportacus and the kids all playing soccer. Of course he's horrified by what he sees— but he gets an idea. He'll buy the sports field. He steps up to a control panel that counts all of his lazy ideas, and he's up to 400 ideas for the week, cut back to the sports field where the mayor is thrilled, saying this will be the best sports day ever. But before anyone can celebrate, Robbie shows up with a full-size bulldozer, and Sporticus gives him this tough guy look like, what are you trying to pull, Robbie? Robbie hands the mayor a pen and paper and says, sign here. The mayor does, and Robbie immediately tells everyone to leave. He now owns the sports field and says he's going to build a pillow stuffing factory on the site. Stingy says, Robbie can't do that because the land belongs to him. It's mine. Robbie shows him the contract that the mayor just signed, and he mocks Stingy's voice, mimicking his mind. Sportica says, Hey, you can't do that. Robbie says, Okay then. You race me, and if you win, you can have your sports field back. Oh, and by the way, Sporticus has to leave town forever. He says it again, and then Stygi asks, "For how long did you say?" And a frustrated Robbie yells, "Forever!" with the echo for the first time. Siggy says Sporticus would never leave, and Sporticus marches over to Robbie with his angry look on his face. He shakes hands with Robbie and the contest is set. Sportacus reassures the kids that if they all work together, there's no way they can lose. Sportacus tells Ziggy he has the most important job, being the sports candy supervisor. Ziggy asks, is that a good thing? Sportacus says, yes, it's a good thing. Next, we see the kids all working out, stretching, doing sit-ups, getting ready for the competition as the song starts. Sporticus does one-arm push-ups while Robbie is down in his lair doing some minor leg lifts in his orange chair before he falls asleep. Check out how Stephanie encourages Stingy to do sit-ups. She holds his beloved piggyback just out of his reach. Ziggy power-lifts his two giant lollipops. The kids are having a hard time with all the exercise, but Robbie's having a ball creating inventions that will tilt the competition in his favor. We see the kids huffing and puffing, and Sportacus just says, look, you need the right kind of energy. You see, he tries to give them all candy, but Sportacus says, no. For the first time, he introduces the concept of sports candy, apples, and other healthy foods. Sportacus does a flip through the air, and apples come flying out of his backpack to the kids below. The puppets catch the apples in their hands, and the energy song begins. There's a lot of dancing, silly moves, Stephanie dances with a banana. This is one of those songs where Magnus and Juliana really dance together. He's got those great ap- acrobatic moves, and she's a veteran Broadway dancer with a ton of training. It's fun to see them. Robbie watches them and announces, It's disguise time. As Robbie eavesdrops on Sportacus and the kids from a mailbox, Sportacus explains why sugar can rob you of your energy. Ziggy asks a strange question about keeping sugar in his underwear. Sporticus tells him about the time he had a sugar meltdown, which sounds an awful lot like diabetes. Ziggy rushes off to get more apples. Robbie sees him and pulls out his invention, the Rotten Candy Faker Maker 3000. Turns candy into what looks like normal apples, but they're full of sugar. Ziggy sees the apple that Robbie created and brings it to the sports fair to give it to Sporticus. The race begins and Sporticus is way ahead of Robbie just as Ziggy tosses Sporticus the fake apple. Sporticus takes a bite and he immediately goes into a sugar meltdown. Sporticus passes out on the park bench and the kids start to doubt their success but Stephanie encourages them saying, "We can't give up now." Ziggy continues the race as the other kids try to revive Sporticus. Meanwhile, Robbie is winning the race. He drops marbles on the track, making Trixie's scooter go crazy. Ziggy feels bad telling everyone that it's all his fault Sportacus ate the sugar apple that he gave him. But Pixel spots Robbie's rotten candy faker maker, and now they all know that it was Robbie who sent Sportacus into a sugar meltdown, not Ziggy. Stephanie realizes that they only need to give Sportacus a real apple, so Ziggy goes off to find one. He tries jumping to reach an apple high on a branch, and he finally gets it. He tosses the apple to Stephanie, who gives Sportacus a bite. Suddenly, Sportacus wakes up, and the kids tell him what Robbie did. Sportacus enters the race, but Stingy won't release the baton, because, of course, it's mine. Within a few seconds, Sportacus passes Robbie four times, doing all the stunts that Robbie already did. It's a race to the finish as Sportacus crosses the finish line on a skateboard with what seems to be a jet engine behind him. He goes right past the finish line and bumps into a tree, sending a mountain of apples falling on top of him. The mayor announces the winner and also tells the kids that Sportacus will stay in Lazy Town after all. Everyone cheers and we go into the Bing Bang dance. And this is when we started including fast clips from scenes throughout the show during Bing Bang. (music) Thanks for listening to the Lazy Pod podcast. In future episodes, we'll go behind the scenes with stories about how the scripts were brainstormed and written. We'll talk with the actors and crew members, and we'll have special episodes on the songs, the action sequences, the sets and props, and the studio itself. Make sure you go to bed by 8.08. And remember, there's always a way. Easy Pod Podcast.